Welcome to the house. We hope this podcast blesses you and encourages you. Enjoy. Thank you, Lord, that you've allowed us to have this space to come together and just worship you, Father, as we step into your word. Allow us to hear your voice. Allow us to know more about you, Jesus. And if there's anything that we need, Lord, let it be you that fills that tonight. In the name of Jesus, amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Genesis. That was nice. I enjoyed it. I hope everybody else did. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? How's Yay. everybody doing? Everybody's looking real good. nice today. Real good today. So today, I um <clears throat> wanted to not really come at you guys as a leader, as whatever. I wanted to come as a friend. And I wanted to talk and just have a real conversation with everybody. And <clears throat> I wanted to start off tonight by asking a question. And I'm hoping that we engage in this question right now um, because it's important to understand where everybody's at. I'm going to write things down and then we'll go into the message and then we'll take communion. But I wanted to ask, <clears throat> what did you think God was going to do in your life in 2020? And it completely and entirely went the opposite way. And now you kind of like in a limbo. Um, so I'm just going to wait a couple minutes because I, I want to hear from you guys. What is it that you thought, like, you know, in December after Christmas, you got those nice socks that you've been wanting all year. And you're like, man, these SpongeBob socks are amazing. And you're like, 2020 is going to do this for me and 2020 I'm going to tackle this and 2020 I'm going to do this and that and uh, <clears throat> then um, Mr. And Mrs. Rona decided to show up and things just flipped. I'll go since yeah. <laughs> might as well. Um, so going into every year or even what I think God might do, I really don't think about things like that just because I know I don't think the way God does. So I kind of just wait for the door to open. But as far as where I was in my walk with God and serving, when Mr. and Mrs. Rona decided to unexpectedly show up, I kind of thought I was potentially maybe being prepped or groomed, positioned maybe for whatever my next was. And so I didn't really know what that was. And I still don't, but then this all happened and now it's like, okay, well, definitely taking five steps back. So that's, I guess for me, what I thought would happen that has not. Okay. Anybody else? I'll go. Yeah. Um, my New Year's resolution this year, we had talked about this, was to plan better <laughs> because last hmm. year... Um, all of our trips were booked within like a week or two and everything was going to win, which was fun. <laughs> I was like, this year we're going to like book all of our birthdays and all of our trips and all the parties. And that was like my New Year's resolution was to plan everything like a month in advance and just be prepared for everything. And that lasted like a month. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, for a couple of you guys that hopped in, I asked a question. 
I said, what did you think God was going to do in your life this year? And it went completely and entirely opposite way. Anybody else? I want to hear from as many people as possible. I'll go. <clears throat> yes, please. Is that Sione? Yeah, that's me. All right, brother. No, long time listener. I don't ever speak, though, because Vanessa kind of takes over the mic. Wow, Vanessa. <laughs> Stop hogging the mic. We want to hear from Sione. <laughs> so 2020 for me was supposed to be adding on to stability and traveling more and, and, and enjoying a lot more uh, family time. As you said, Mr. and Mrs. Rona decided to jump in and kind of, no, there's no traveling. You guys have to social distance. You guys can't uh, hug. You guys can't, nothing. There's no interaction, no social interaction with nobody. So that kind of threw everything for a loop, especially when I said about the stability and then I lost my job. So that kind of, after that kind of things went down and then here come you guys and a blessing. So I guess it was, it was a silver lining with Mr. and Mrs. Rona that I ran into you guys. That's that's all I had to say. Okay, I, I I thought you were gonna keep going because it was nice hearing from you. <laughs> okay, anybody else? <laughs> Go ahead, my Monica's shoulder friend. Um, I think with my walk with God, I didn't think I'd get so intimate with God. I know that a lot of you have seen my spiritual journey from the beginning. And where I was then to where I am now, the confidence I have in my walk with God, the things that I've been blessed with. Um, right now I'm going through a move that I didn't see coming, but it's a blessing in disguise because I get to spend more time with my mom, um, gain a little bit of more financial freedom, and then move forward from whatever God wants for me now. And this time around, I'm not rushing into anything because if everybody knows me, you know that when I get scared and when get nervous and fearful, um, like rushing through everything. And this time I decided to take a step back and listen to God and move when he tells me to move and not move on my emotions. God said, when I move, you move just like that. Hey! Oh, I was singing that too. <laughs> Anybody else? Um, for those of you that have jumped in, um, I asked the question, what did you think God was going to do in your life this year, 2020? And it went completely and entirely opposite way. Okay, let's, let's see if Genesis... Does it work now? Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God says, sit down and don't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, no, vulnerably, honestly, guys, I it was supposed to be like a whole career. We were supposed to... My sister and I were supposed to sign a deal as worship artists with a label and there, I mean, it was like the whole thing. Like you think you have certain things in place, like there was management, label, they're supposed to be like, hey, a tour, all these things. And then January came and then Corona came and it was like, no, everything I thought, like it was like the rest of the year was supposed to be like book solid, you know, like, hey, you know, and so it's scary because that became our identity my identity at least i was like oh this is going to be me this is going to be who i'm going to be for the next few years and and i was okay with that and i was nervous but i was i was okay with it so i i I guess really like i was excited and i was looking forward to having something secure something happening every single month goals and like an identity i felt that i would have at the time and I'm thrilled because 
long story short, like Corona came and totally disrupted how we do church, how we do tours, how we travel, how we get together and how music is shared. So it's completely different from what I thought 2020 was going to be like. I'd like to share. Yes, please. So my walk is completely different than everybody else's. Um, I was actually in turmoil. I was opposite of where everybody was before Corona started. I actually was lost. I had no guidance. I had my faith was like not even there. Everything that was in my life and that was happening in my life was like upside down. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Corona came and it was it. I have found a newfound faith. I have found a new love for God. I have found more stability than I've ever had before this happened. So for me, this coming was a major blessing because before this, I had no guidance and now I have super guidance. And going back to our talks um, in the weeks before with Genesis and her sister, I learned how to be still. I learned how to listen. I learned how to accept real love, God-like love, because before that I was in chaos and now it's like I'm coasting but in a really good way to where I'm on autopilot but God is leading me right now mm. so I'm I'm loving where I'm at right now she's coasting with the most in that's it Snoop double G <laughs> Justin you were trying to say something brother uh yeah uh so I started um uh, 2020 on a very uh, good note. Um, I just started uh, a job with uh, TSA. Mm. And, um, everything was good. And then I went to go to training in, uh, in Georgia. And next thing you know, I get back and the whole airport is empty. There's no cars in there. LAX is probably one of the busiest airports, you know, out there. And I see no cars. I'm like, all right. So there goes that. And then um, <clears throat> you get to July and I get a notice from the management that uh, tells me that I'm uh, about to lose my job and I need to find other employment. And then so I lose my job there. And uh, luckily, you know, I, I do DoorDash and all that stuff. So I had something in my pocket, but like my savings was getting taken out drastically from like I had car note and all this other stuff going on but you know by the grace of God um, I have another job coming up on uh, the third so I give all praise to God on that note um, but with, with all my savings that I got taken out it was like a lot of that was supposed to be going towards me starting a business which was uh, cooking uh, chicken wings I love to cook that's my that's my that's my passion. I love to cook, right? And so, I mean, we all eat chicken wings here. There you go. You know. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. That that's that's where my headspace is trying to get back to is getting that mold into you know still creating that uh, that business there. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Anybody else? So it's so funny because I think Heather and I had talked about this. We looked at our New Year's Eve videos like, whoa, this is gonna be the best year ever. And it did not turn out that way. But um, in the beginning of the year for me, I 
I kind of am with Vanessa. Like I kind of feel the same way. Like the beginning of my year, I felt like on this rotation of unhappiness. Like I felt stuck in a place where I wasn't, I didn't feel right in my spirit. I wasn't like, I just, I just felt like I needed the change. I needed something to make me so uncomfortable to be in a different place mentally and physically. And so then Corona hit and everything changed. Our world changed and we dove into uncertainty. But for me personally, like I feel at the most peace that I've felt in years. I feel such peace in my marriage. Like it's just a peaceful place right now. And I know the world is waiting to get back to normal, but from where the year started to where it is now, like the transition for me has been such a peaceful journey that, yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to share. So the reason why I asked that, this question is because what I've discovered is that sometimes we are delivered through disappointment. Sometimes when something hits us so hard, we, we are mad at the moment where we are <clears throat> devastated and we think everything has, has fallen. The world's going to end, um, you know, this boyfriend that I liked left me. This girl that I've been chasing after is now getting married with somebody else. This job that I've been at for five, six years, all of a sudden I don't have it. And it's crazy because I'm hearing you guys go through that disappointment. And now you guys are starting to see the results of that victory. That in that moment, we saw that it was a disappointment. For me, I think sometimes when we think ourselves in terms of position we are limiting ourselves to what God can do in our lives sometimes we think that this is it this is what we're going to do you know I'm going to be a doctor and then you find out that you really wanted to be a comedian and you've been a doctor for 10 years and you were amazing at being a doctor and 10 years down the road after studying for 20 years everybody's always laughed at your jokes but you never went for it because there was fear because you thought there was going to be disappointment. And through that disappointment, we can find ourselves at the lowest and start all over again. There was a, a prophet and his name was Jeremiah. Jeremiah was one of those prophets, man, that every time he talked, it was just bad. Like he was, he would say something, he would prophesy over something, a situation that was just bad. And I think I was thinking to myself, like, how many times do we wake up and we're already talking bad about our life? Man, I got to wake up and go to go to go to go to work, man. Like, I have to go and wash some clothes because I don't have any clothes to wash because I got to go to work. And sometimes I start thinking about Chip. <clears throat> I remember when I first heard Chip, you know, going on stage and saying, I'm victorious. I'm courageous. I'm like, this dude's crazy. Like. He's crazy. And then you find yourself, you find yourself in moments where you're like, you're, you're saying those things and it just putting that mindset 
instead of waking up saying, man, I have to do this. I have to do this. Putting your mindset and saying, I get to do this. I woke up. That's already a miracle. That's another one of Chip's slogans. Miracle in the mirror. Man, I got all kinds of Chip slogans now. When I look at myself now in my 30s, and when I look at myself in the 20s, when I was in my 20s, I used to complain a lot, a lot about not just, I mean, I would still do things, but I would complain that it was too hot. I would complain that it was too cold. I would complain that I didn't have new socks, that I had to wear the same socks I wore yesterday. And I find myself finding different places where I was so disappointed with just different people, um, ministry, that I found myself like in a very low place. And to be able to get out of that disappointment and start saying, speaking life into me, I started finding more peace. You know, one of the things that <clears throat> I want to piggyback on a couple of weeks ago, Nikki talked about, you know, just being still. And the cool thing about being still is that you can, if you find yourself being still in God's presence, the next week Genesis talked about grace. You will find God's grace in that stillness. Sometimes when we're running around doing all these things, you know, in the morning we're waking up doing our coffee, then we're having to change to go to work work all day come home eat maybe watch uh tv or something and go to bed when did we have time to glorify god when did we have time to just stay still for a couple minutes we made time for everybody else we made time for all the little things and then we wonder why god can you hear me well are you having that relationship with him are you having that relationship with him in that stillness and today i want to think about everything that everybody has said And I want to encourage you today, find your silence with him. If it's in the morning, it's during the day, at night, because what I've discovered is in that moment of stillness and just pure silence, you and him, you can really hear his grace. You can really hear his voice. And when you understand his grace, disappointment doesn't come to you as hard as it used to be. It doesn't. You look at yourself and you don't think you're a failure. You look at yourself and it's not like, you know, I'm going to get this right before I start serving or I'm going to get this right before I start, you know, talking about God or I'm like, no, if you can find that stillness, you will understand his grace. You're already good enough. You're already good enough to do everything that he's asking us to do. And then when you go and have those moments I look at the screen right now and most of you I've seen your journey in in God and I've seen you at the lowest and I've seen how this Rona has completely changed your mentality God's grace is on you God's grace is on me let's start acting on it you know so going back to Jeremiah so this dude always used to prophesy and it was always just bad. Like when Jeremiah would come around, people would be like, man, like this dude's just gonna talk bad stuff. But everything switched. He was talking, he, he finally one day God gave him a word and he said, you know, tell my people that there's gonna be a new covenant. And the new covenant is what you and I live under now. Before Jesus came to this earth, our sins, we were condemned. 
everything that we did. After Jesus came, paid the price for you and I, we live under the new covenant. We live under under that new contract. And let me tell you something about contracts, because I know some of you guys have cars, some of you guys have houses. You got that AT and T bill that's like three hundred dollars a month. I know, because I got one too. <clears throat> what if AT and T came and said, "Hey, for all the uh, customers that are part of AT and T, we have a new contract where you're going to only pay one hundred and fifty dollars instead of three hundred dollars." How many of you guys would sign that new contract? Still the same perks. Probably even more perks, right? So that's what Jesus did when Jesus came and died on the cross. That's exactly what happened. He paid everything. He paid for you, for me, for anybody that you know to come and be saved. And that part for me, like, I want to encourage you tonight. Sometimes I feel like we may not feel like we're good enough. Like we 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 just don't have the tools or we don't have the ability to do things, but let me tell you right now, because we live in the new contract and the new covenant, we can. I want to take this moment, if you can find your cracker or chips or whatever you have, and I was I want us to remember that I want us to remember the fact that Jesus came and died for you and I. So that we can live in this new in this new contract in this new way, where we're forgiven with sins, we're forgiven with everything that we've done, and He's ready to just take us with Him. I want you to t- take your your bread or whatever it is that you have for those of you that are participating, and I want you to close your eyes. And for those of you who said something, remember what you said. For those of you that didn't say anything, I want you to think about something. Where you feel like, man, things just flipped for me. Things didn't go the way I thought they were gonna go. And I want you to release it today. I want you to let it go today. And I want you to understand that today you live in the new contract that we can still, in His stillness, receive His grace, and that the rest of this year something's gonna give. He's gonna bless us. He's gonna make it better. So today I want you to take the body and I want you to eat. That represents his body. And I want you to take 30 seconds and just kind of meditate on that right now. And as you pick up the cup, remember that the cup represents his blood. I want you to take a drink of that. This act is a symbol of what he did for you and me so that we can be here today, so that we no longer feel shamed, so that we can throw all the yuck away, so that we can step in with his grace wake up and be grateful for what he's given you you know if you lost a job you're going to get a better one if you lost a house you're going to get a better house if you feel like certain things are being taken away sometimes those things that he's taken away are things that were keeping you from moving on to the bigger thing 
And sometimes that's hard to think because we're so used to having what we're having. We're so used to, you know, we're so used to convenience and we're so used to the same routine. How many here are used to routine? And when something gets flipped, you're like, whoa, this isn't part of what I'm supposed to do. <clears throat> I think about, you know, I was talking to uh, Alex and, and he's trying to hike more and do these things with his wife. And to me, that's there, there's intention behind that because being out there, just, just you and your wife and nature, y'all need to talk to each other. You know, you guys need to come together and figure things out. You know, when there's the kids around or there's a phone, those are distractions. So the fact that there's that intentionality, I, I only say that example is because we need to be intentional about what we speak into our lives. We need to be intentional about what we're seeing and how we're seeing things. Because if we're always talking negative, then that's always going to be what's going to happen. So tonight, my whole goal tonight was for you to release anything that you feel is holding you back anything that you feel like man but god like i feel like this i felt like 2020 was gonna give me this well let me tell you something the year isn't over yet so if there is something that you feel in your heart that you need to do get up and do it make it happen it might not look a certain way it might not look the way you thought it was gonna look but make it happen check this out we're having church tonight. Some of y'all haven't been in church in a long time. And you've been showing up every single week to church. I mean, let me just let it sit there for a little because I see some, some of you guys smiling. You haven't been to church in a minute. And you're being intentional about showing up to church every single week. You know, if you, it, I, was, I was talking to Heather about this last week. And she made a point, which is, is part of why our logo is this way. If you look at our logo, our logo is the top part, right? There's nothing on the side. There's nothing in the back. Because the way we want to do things is not always four walls. Not always four walls. Let me say it again. Church, for us, is never going to be always four walls. So if you wanted to pursue a career and maybe you needed to go somewhere out of town, there's other ways now to make it happen. Chase after it. Wake up in the morning and look at yourself, because I know Chip does it, and say, you're a fine looking man, because Lisa and Jordan have confirmed that. Make sure that you guys wake up every morning, encourage yourself, be happy that you, how many can you, how many of you guys can do this? How many can you move? Everybody move your fingers. I want to see everybody moving their fingers. That's a miracle right there. Isn't that crazy? There's people that don't even have hands. There's people that <clears throat> can't even think about even moving your hands. And I'm going to end with this. And I've shared this a long time ago. <clears throat> I had a friend, him and I played football in high school. Him and I went to the same church. Um, senior year, he decided that he was going to st step away from church. He's an amazing drummer, amazing drummer. He could have made a career out of that. He left church our senior year and got in a car accident, was paralyzed from the bottom down. Um, and then a couple months later, 
somehow, someway, his entire body was paralyzed and he couldn't move at all. One of the things that his mom used to always tell him, she used to always tell him, when we're praying, lift up your hands. You know, even if even if you're, it feels a little weird, lift up your hands, worship. I know that you're up there playing, but you're doing it more because you're a great musician. You like to do it. But when the pastor is praying, lift up your hands to receive that blessing. Nah, mom. And then he starts telling me, hey, Danny, my mom was always telling me to lift up my hands. He got in the car accident. I visited him in the hospital and he was crying. He couldn't move. A few weeks later, he couldn't move his entire body. I went to his house and it got to me because he said, man, Danny, he said, if I had one more chance to lift, lift up my hands, I would. I think about every single time that my mom told me to lift up my hands and I never did. And as he's saying that, he's crying. And he said, can you, can you lift my hands up? And I prayed over him and, and I picked up his hands. And he said, God, I want one more chance to lift up my hands. I say all that to say this, right now you have a chance in this new covenant, in this new way where we are already forgiven, where grace is with us, where grace is enough for us. Do what you need to do, but always worship him. Always lift up your hands every morning and say, God, thank you for another day of life. Thank you for the blessings. Even if you're going through something, thank him for that because there's going to be a lesson there because there could be a day that comes where you can't lift up your hands, where you can't worship him. Right now that you can, do it. I want to encourage you for 20 seconds where you're at, just close your eyes. Close your eyes right now for 20 seconds. And I want you to thank God for everything that you've done, for everything that he's done in your life. I want you to thank him simply because he is God. And if you feel like it, raise your hands right now and just, even if it's in silent, worship him, adore him, praise him, tell him, God, you're amazing, you're beautiful, I love you, thank you for being a part of my life, thank you for loving me, thank you for meeting me where I'm at. You don't know if tomorrow you can't do this. You don't know if tomorrow you can't lift up your hands, but today you can. Today you have the capacity to lift up your hands and to just worship him and to just feel his presence and to just feel his anointing over you. And right now just say, Lord, I love you and I'm ready for this new season in my life. I'm ready to accept your grace. I'm ready to accept your anointing. I'm ready to just push in and push through whatever I need to do. But Lord, whatever it is that I do, I want to always honor you. I always want to worship you, Father. And I just thank you for everything that you're going to do in my life. In the name of Jesus, amen.